0: I have to admit that at times I have an attitude problem. I'd also like to say that as you listen to this, you will become aware that you also have an attitude problem. I think in life we tend to inhibit the success that we desire in many different ways. Often. You'll hear modern day coaches, speakers and gurus talking about mindset, mindset hacks. How do you make your mindset better? How do you make your mindset stronger? I've spoken about this in the past on my podcast. I also speak about mindset on my training courses. But your attitude is something that's completely different. Your attitude is independent of your mindset. You can have a mindset that makes you very successful with women. Very successful with dating, yet at the same time, your attitude can stink. And your attitude is what's going to make the difference to the overall ecology of your life. When I was in my younger years and coaching, I have to admit that those first few years, I was insecure as a coach. Because I had no real world experience to know that I could help people. And that insecurity led me to have a little bit of an attitude problem. And I think this is where most of our attitude problems come from. From insecurity. I was insecure that I could help people. I made it about myself. This then cloaked itself in arrogance. And I decided that my way was the right way and there's no other way of doing things. It's this way or the highway. And actually thinking back on that, I have to admire (laughs) the courage to have that kind of attitude. But at the same point, it's also from insecurity. Anytime we do not have a positive attitude, it is because there's something within us that's either unhappy unfulfilled, or we're trying to cover something up within us. And in my younger years, my attitude was because I was trying to cover up the fact that I wasn't an experienced coach. And what I wanted so much was the success that comes with being a fantastic coach. But at that time in my career, I didn't realize that I wasn't ready. I didn't realize that it takes years to develop those skills and that manifests with a terrible attitude. When I first started live streaming years ago, I remember that I would sift through the questions that I get to only answer the questions of people that would potentially pay me money. I wasn't interested in helping people for free. And when I think back on that now, you can see the difference between two people. One person is only in it for what he can get, whereas the other person is just there to help people. Which one are you more likely to hire? Developing empathy has to be one of the main areas in your life that will make a profound shift to your overall happiness, mental well-being, and also to create a positive attitude to the way you approach life. Countless times in my life, I've had to admit that I don't have the answer to things. And that is the very first step that you need to go through to admit that you don't know. And when you admit you don't know, you can then reach out for help for someone that does know, find the right person, hire them. And that person theoretically helped you to achieve your goals. Now, whenever you work with someone new, there's always that uncertainty. Is this person going to give me what I want? Or is he overselling and he can't deliver? And several times in my life I've been through the process where I've had to put my faith in that person. I believe that they can help me. And I've gone through the the, the procedure of feeling vulnerable to make myself stronger. And I've developed empathy on that situation of admitting weakness, reaching out and then paying money to go through that process. Now, what that did or what that has consistently done is also to give me empathy for my clients and their situations and realising that it's a big decision, admitting weakness, reaching out for help and seeking support. So as I've gone through my journey as a coach, there's so many things that have changed, not because... I'm trying to sell more courses, not because I'm trying harder to be something I'm not, but because I've changed. And when you change, your whole life changes. When I think back to my founding thoughts for my business, Social Attraction, to be the best company in the world, to offer a place for guys to come that needed my support, The founding idea was to be able to create something that can help everyone, an inclusive way where someone that's struggling can get my advice, whether that's through free videos or whether it's through paid services. And that is still the shining light that guides me with what I'm doing with my business and also with my life. When you have... Real empathy. It can't be faked. When you speak to someone and you are able to put yourself in their situation to understand where they're at, you form such a fantastic and incredible bond with that human being that it makes life worth living. It makes me feel connected to people. And the only way you can do that is by developing empathy and having the right attitude. So, what are the, some of the things that you need to do to develop the right attitude? Because even now, many years into coaching, I still find myself having the wrong attitude in certain areas of my life. And it's an onward battle to try and move that towards positivity, creativity, hope, excitement, enjoyment, connection. All of these things come when you take the right attitude towards something. So I wanted to take you through some of the necessary steps that you need to take to change your attitude into one that's going to be more fruitful for you in your life. The first one I've already spoken about, And this is when you develop self-awareness. And this is recognizing that you need to change. You need to pay attention to how you are interacting with people and notice your patterns of negativity. As soon as you realize those, the first thing you'll say to yourself is, my attitude stinks. The way I did that was horrendous. Now, this could be when you go to work and your manager asks you to do something and you drag your heels it could be the way that you order your coffee of someone. It could be when someone makes a mistake, how you handle that situation. Your attitude is relevant in all of these situations. And anytime time you find yourself being run down, anytime you find yourself not being positive, you, your attitude stinks in that moment and you need to take control. Now, one level up from this is to understand the triggers because they will make you understand what you need to change. Now, this could be a little bit more trickier. And one of my triggers that made me have a bad attitude was when I felt like people weren't listening to me. They weren't taking me seriously. And actually, this used to make me really angry. And the reason why it made me angry is because it triggered something from my past. And what I did was, when I realized the trigger, I did an emotional clearance, which is essentially I went back, found the original memory attached to the trigger, and I breathed through my nose and reprocessed that memory. And what happened is it calmed my nervous system. After that moment, then that same trigger has no emotional effect on me, which means that I can maintain a healthy and positive attitude because I had self awareness. I understood my trigger and I knew what I needed to do to change it. What I'm talking about here is serious self-development. I'm not talking about quick wins. I'm talking about completely changing everything in your life to become a better human being. This is real what I'm talking about here. This is tangible. This will change your life more than anything else I've ever spoken about. This is where the magic really happens. Now, there's a few other tools that I've learned along the way that can also help with managing your attitude. So one is to practice gratitude. This for me means in the shower, I think and say out loud things I'm grateful for. This allows you to have a better attitude because it's one of gratitude rather than one of arrogance. Something else that you can do is physical exercise. For me, this means running. When I run, I do some emotional clearances while I'm running. I did one earlier on today. And I also meditate when I run and it elevates my mood and makes me positive and happy. Now, on the contrary to that, if I'd have gone on weight train today, it wouldn't have the same impact on my mental well-being. That's why for me personally, I know that running elevates my mood. And makes me have a better attitude. You could also connect and be around positive people. One of the main reasons why I am launching or I'm launching today an inner circle Facebook community is because I want people to have more positive influences in their life. And the way I'm doing that is by inviting certain members of my existing community. These are men that I am coaching or have coached in the past that I feel would make a fantastic community of positivity to support everyone else on their journey. So finding and connecting with positive people is going to make a massive difference to your overall approach and attitude to the situations in your life. I also have to say that committing to the process. This means actually deciding that you want to change your attitude because I think a lot of us First step is self-awareness. But even when you're aware of it, it's very easy to put your head in the sand, isn't it? Very easy to say, oh, don't worry about it. And it's very hard instead to say, why have I got such a problem in these situations? Is this autopilot or is this me? And what you find in my experience is that when you're not being positive, it is because you're being triggered of something from your past that you need to take the time to find the solution. There's other things that can help, such as deep breathing techniques, which I've spoken about, meditation and yoga. Any form of stress management is also very effective in managing your mental well being and, off the side of that, your attitude. It is absolutely normal for all of us to have negative thoughts and to have bad days. The goal is not to never have a bad thought again, it's not to never be negative again. But it's to understand why you are acting the way you're acting, how your thoughts control your feelings and how you can change your whole attitude to life by getting in touch with your triggers and working to sort them out. I am not afraid to admit that the way in which I approach certain elements of my life, even now, my attitude stinks. But I have self-awareness. I am committed to changing them to create positivity. A lot of the triggers that we have are from repressed trauma from when we were younger. And it's a process of gradually unfolding and understanding more about ourselves that allows us to deal with these problems. Journaling is also another very effective tool and technique to deal with this because it allows you to express your emotions and how you feel. And when you do that, you can get more in touch with your triggers and what you need to do to solve them. It's funny because, you know, thinking back to all those years ago, I am now living that life that I always wanted. But I, what I didn't know was how much I would have to change as a human being to be able to do what I'm doing now. And it's interesting, my goal has always been the same, yet now I'm living that life, I'm such a different person. And it's only because I had the end in mind and I've stuck to it consistently over a period of time that I'm doing this podcast episode, nearly at 400 episodes of this podcast. It's a lot of episodes, isn't it? A lot of time I press that record button. Yeah, it also makes me proud thinking back to my very first episode and even today I was helping one of my clients sending him all the information to launch his very first podcast himself and giving him all of my experience on how he can do that. I just think, wow, what what a journey this has been. I think the takeaway from this episode is that it's okay to have an attitude problem. It's okay to be negative. But if you want to change your life, it's within your control to recognize that the attitude is your own and that with self-awareness and with the right commitment, you are able to change your attitude and change your results in your life. I hope you've enjoyed what I've spoken about today. None of um, what I speak about is pre-planned. I have an idea and then I just let the creativity flow and I speak as much truth as I can in these episodes so hopefully this resonates with you. If you feel like you would like to work on your attitude or feel like you'd like to connect with me then I will include a link where you're able to schedule a consultation call with me. Uh, Once again if you mention this episode if you do book a call or maybe even just message me on Instagram to say it resonated with me thank you then that would mean a lot to me. So once again, I really appreciate you for listening and uh, hopefully this is going to give you some insights into how you can change your life.